0: You're listening to the Chancellor Pink Podcast on Chancellor Pink Radio. Look, I'm a Ben Roethlisberger fan. I like the Steelers and I'm a fan of Big Ben because he's the best quarterback uh, that we've had in this town since Bradshaw. And I've been a fan since Bradshaw and I went through a lot of crappy quarterbacks so it's great to get a number one draft pick who comes in and clearly has that it factor going for him and he you know wins us two Super Bowls gets us to a third and he's been you know a top 10 quarterback in the entire NFL his entire time he's been here and he's going to be in the Hall of Fame having said all of that um, I I don't like a lot of his attitude I've never liked Ben Roethlisberger when he's interviewed I don't like uh, the way he presents himself I don't like the phony way he starts. I mean, maybe it's not funny. I'm, I can't go that far. But I don't like the way he says, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the way he says it. After a lifestyle of, you know, uh, prior to his current marriage, you know, carousing with women. Now, I know that um, everybody uh, can change. And certainly, through faith, people can change. So I'll give him that. And he certainly has taken on a better demeanor in recent years when he talks to the media. And I do think there are a lot of uh, Pittsburgh people, uh, especially women, who are very unfairly cruel to him. Uh, He was never charged with a crime and the things that happened, for example, him and the girl in Georgia in the restroom, I mean, I don't know. you got to take responsibility for your own actions as far as I'm concerned. Nobody's going to convince me that girl didn't know exactly what she was doing. When I read the story, all of her friends convinced her after the fact to go down to the police station and make an allegation. It didn't hold up. Uh, people wanted to chastise him. He got suspended, which was ridiculous, honestly, to, to suspend a guy for something that wasn't even filed Uh just because someone says something, is uh, when you have videos of Ray Rice knocking out his, his uh, what was it, fiancé or wife in an elevator and dragging her body out of the elevator. And I think he got two games suspended for that. And um, Ben got four. Uh, six reduced to four is what Ben got. So it's, um, look, I don't want to go into all that detail, but the bottom line is I think people have been, nationally in in the country have been unfair to Ben Roethlisberger his entire career. I think they criticize him because of these woman issues. And most of the people that do that, if you look at their histories, they're fanatically pro-women. They uh, support women in everything they do. And women, as we know, if we're human and we're not biased towards them, we know that they're just as capable of lying and making shit up and being wrong as men. And there's a lot of things women accuse men of that are lies and that are wrong. And there's a lot of false crap that comes out of women's mouths and they try to hurt men via allegations. And I have personally, I know women who say to me as a friend who tell me that if X or Y happens with a guy, she'll just allege something fake or false to, to, so that she doesn't have to worry about any repercussions on her. This is regarding work things or drug usage or anything women are involved in. They'll just throw the guy under the bus. And they'll get away with it. And they do the same thing with cops when they're pulled over. So, look, I don't want to go into it any further than that. But the bottom line is anybody acting like anything a woman says is true is a moron. Okay, you have to accept everybody's a liar. Everybody could lie. Um, And any allegation, especially against a famous person, has to be looked at uh, with suspicion Uh, and so the idea of just believe them when they say it is ridiculous And I know the me too generation had a big movement for that And yeah, it's good some guys have been on earth that have been Bad actors for quite a long time But the idea that the rest of us can't worry about protecting our asses from crazy women and liars is, is ridiculous And the idea that anything a woman says should just be believed because she has a vagina is insulting and insane So with that in mind, that is why a lot of people have been bashing Ben as they think that way they think vagina equals truth and i don't know why i don't know what happened to them when they were hit on their heads or they fell from a, their crib as a baby and they just somehow believe that somehow they cannot ever criticize a woman or believe a woman could lie i it's something in their skulls i don't get it but that aside the point is that's he's taken a lot of crap over the years because of those allegations and also because you know his behavior in person here in Pittsburgh, has been, in the early days, was pretty repugnant. Um, he would get priority treatment a lot, including with barbershops, and uh, not have to pay. I mean, he, and he took advantage of it all. He was one of those prima donnas that would, uh, and tip very poorly. The, the story on Ben over the years is he tipped very poorly. He would ride his motorcycle without a helmet, and he was just basically a screw you, I'm a, a famous stud athlete. So it ended up getting him into trouble. He had the motorcycle accident. He had the girl allegations. And so he's cleaned up his act a lot. He's an older man. Now he's 38. He's married. He has kids. Okay. Bottom line is through all of that crap, whatever you say about him personally. And like I said, I never, I never liked the guy. I didn't believe the women. But I also believed that he was probably a rude pig with women. Okay. I don't believe he raped anyone. I don't believe he sexually assaulted anyone, but I think he was a rude pig. He hurt women's feelings. And so then they told stories because that's what happens sometimes when you hurt women's feelings, they make up lies. Okay. So that's what, that was my belief about what happened with him because if it was the truth he'd have been charged okay i don't believe he has any he's not some magical rich guy who could pull strings and fix anything that's all just a bunch of crap too and the idea that women aren't believed when it goes to trial is crap and when it goes to trial they win okay Uh, the idea that a woman loses no one believes a woman no if it gets that far and charges have been filed it means there's physical evidence and if there isn't any physical evidence and it is just he said she said and that really has gotten to trial on that basis well I don't know. I guess the jury believed the man, and that's they're entitled to do that. Um, so anyway, I, I don't want to get into any more on that issue except to say um, I didn't care about all that as much as uh, a lot of people still have. A lot of people still have held that all against him. Uh, I have my reasons for not, and I've just explained them. But I never liked him, and I, but I love him as a Steelers quarterback. And I'm the same way about Woody Allen. And him marrying one of his adoptive daughters, and uh, the allegations that have never been proven by the other daughter. Uh, I don't like Ronan Farrow. I think Mia Farrow's a, a bit of a wacko. Um, so, and I think more importantly, Woody Allen's uh, you know really good filmmaker, and I've really, really, really greatly appreciated his movies over the years of my life. And if it wasn't for Woody Allen making a lot of movies over the course of my life, I would have felt a lot less enjoyment in watching movies as an adult, especially in my adult years. I've related a lot more to his thoughts and and humor and stories, both in the past and present in my adult years than I did back uh when he was, you know, at the height of his popularity when I was, you know, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. I wasn't a huge Woody Allen fan because I was still a young person and a lot of his stuff really was frankly over my head. Uh, I could appreciate it, but I didn't experience it. But anyway, my point is that I can with Woody Allen uh, have no problem enjoying his movies and watching his art and still listening to him talk because um, I don't believe he is a monster. Uh, If I believed he was a monster, that would be different, but I I have not seen or heard anything about, I mean, he's still with Sun Yi. They're still married all these years later. I don't understand how people can hold that against him when they've clearly continued a bond of love for all these years. Uh, I think at the end of the day, you have to let people do what they choose. And the idea that she was some young girl that he influenced, she could have woken up by now. Why hasn't she, if that were true? Um, I think that what we have is that it's men are a target, especially as they get older, especially if they 're famous. I think that men are targets in general in our culture here in, in the United States currently um, there 's a lot of hatred and, and misandry out there, and you know we 're not allowed to defend ourselves because it 's been through the years that women were disregarded or disrespected, and so uh, that 's the norm now is to always protect women. And so uh when women start to get aggressive and hostile and make allegations and maybe even lie and certainly even lie and uh, attack men on a, on the regular you just have to take it and if you defend any man or men then um you will be crucified upside down as what are you trying to hide what have you done what is your record all about and and so basically at the end of the day we who have been victimized by women in our lives know what women are capable of um we take responsibility for any things we do wrong or in terms of setting women off i surely i surely do i've learned a lot about women over the years and what not to do and what to do and and and, and how easy it is to make a woman your enemy and uh, the, the 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 vicious things they're capable of uh once they are your enemy i mean i mean so you learn more as you get older and you regret things in the along those lines but just because um you know you you acknowledge you've made some mistakes in terms of pissing women off doesn't mean you acknowledge you've ever done anything wrong to a woman of any criminal nature or any uh, sexual nature or any kind of nature at all that that maybe women accuse men and and certainly just because you acknowledge that uh just because you defend other men uh sometimes Uh, with respect to the false allegations women are capable of, it doesn't mean that you're a guilty man or there's a problem in your past. What it means is you just want people to be fair to one another. And so I think as you get older as a human being, you learn that the, the inbred bias that we were taught to look out for women more than men, look out for minorities more than whites, et cetera, et cetera, you start to learn as you get older that things have changed. Okay. Over the 50 years that I've been alive, uh, things have changed and women and minorities are looked out for a lot more than they were. Moreover, I think we've given them a lot of power. And I think what happens is sometimes the pendulum swings a little too much the other way. And sometimes there's a lot of hostility that comes back at men, white men, who um, and and they don't deserve it. And I think that to just sit there and take it all because you're a white man. So you have it coming is ridiculous. This is my one and only life. Um, you know, I don't know how long, much longer I'll even be here and I want it to be happy and I don't deserve any abuse from anyone any more than a black does or a woman does or any other minority does. None of us deserve abused. And so when you are being abused or wrongfully accused by a woman or a minority You have a right to say this is wrong. They're lying. They're wrong. And I think defending yourself and fighting back is an imperative in this culture. Because if you don't, we're just going to give over the reins and become the abused minority. And that's not fair. I don't think that what we're trying to do here is to reverse and give the abuse to the other side. I think what we're trying to do here is equality. The whole concept is about equality. So I think we just have to be careful as a culture, as a, as a world. Uh, when we start to say, okay, we want to change the past history where men were in control, where whites were in control, where they abuse some of their authority, as all people in authority tend to sometimes abuse their authority. Um, we want to we stop that abuse. We want to even things out more. We have to be careful that in the process of doing that, we don't permit the abuse the, the shoot will be on the other foot and to, re, to reverse the abuse and have it coming back from other people. Abuse is still abuse. Prejudice is still prejudice. Sexism is still sexism. Misandry is a real thing just as is misogyny. We have to check people on their hostility, on their truthfulness, on their motivations. All of these uh, questionings and checks have to be put in place regardless. Okay, so that's my philosophy in general, uh, and I apply it to Ben Roethlisberger and applying it to Ben Roethlisberger and to Woody Allen, as I said, uh, makes it very easy for me to, to enjoy their filmmaking in, in Woody Allen's case and play as quarterback in Ben Roethlis- Roethlisberger's place. And then I look and I see the way he's treated nationally by the media and I know it's wrong and it's, and he's criticized far too much and he's underrated and people attack him, people that don't even care about football. Uh, Take shots at him or take shots at you if you're praising him. If you go online and say anything positive about Ben Roethlisberger, some friends of yours will probably take shots at you just for daring to say something good about the guy. That's how much uh, the, the pendulum is swung the other way against men these days, especially if any, any woman's ever lied or said anything against the guy. He's pretty much damned for life, you know. And I don't have a problem supporting, uh, the performance of people in their jobs. If once I look at the criteria surrounding what happened and any allegations, I make an assessment. As to what I believe, as to their character, and even if I don't like the person particularly, like I don't really like Woody Allen. I don't really like the way he's been in a devout atheist all of his life, and I don't really enjoy the way he he bashes faith. But at the same time, I respect his viewpoint on it, and and I I like his movies about it, and I don't mind him the way he discusses it. Uh, but I don't I don't I don't like it, you know, and I would not prefer you know Woody Allen be a friend of mine or anything like that. And so I feel the same way about Ben. I don't like Ben. I'm not a f- fan of the way he is. I don't like his demeanor. I'm not a fan of the way he his history with women. I don't like the way he treated people in general in service uh departments in in the world i don 't like the way he is cheap with his money, and i don 't like the fact that he support supported and used to golf with donald trump and i don 't like the fact that he made some comments that were somewhat pro trump before he backed down and ended up saying he was not going to talk about it anymore and he didn 't openly endorse Trump at the in the late days before the election four years ago, but pretty much we all understand that you know he he's big into golfing buddies with other celebrities and And um, we can see from the way he preaches God and all that, uh, and I don't mean to mock it, but uh, we can see from his demeanor overall, you could see how someone like Ben would be a Trump believer and a Trump supporter and a simpleton along those ways. He's not the brightest bulb, you know, Ben Roethlisberger. So um, it's pretty clear. I cannot say that who can say for sure who anyone voted for unless they came out and said it, and he hasn't. But it's pretty clear he voted for Trump. It's pretty clear that he uh, is a Trump supporter. It's possible he believes in a lot of the stupid things Trump says and does, and a lot of the conspiracy theories, given his seemingly mental makeup and his overall kind of demeanor towards other human beings and his and his overly religious, outwardly or religious bent, seeming to cloud over maybe his intellect and judgment as it does for some people um so having said all that um what I'm saying to you is I believe in Ben Roethlisberger as a quarterback I'm excited that he's coming back for the Steelers I hope that he's re- in really good condition and I hope he leads them to another Super Bowl well, I hope they win two in a row the next two years in the final two years of his contract I hope he leads us to two championships and then retires goes out on a blaze of glory you know that would be wonderful um, having said that, he came out with a video on uh, Twitter. I think he actually published it on Twitter. People said Instagram, but I actually think he might have done it on both. I don't think he has an Instagram. But anyway, um, I know a video, in the video where he says he's going to trim his beard. Or he's not going to shave. He's going out on the plane to get his arm surgery at the beginning. He's got a clean shaven face, and he says, I'm not going to shave until after I can throw a pass again and it's his wife who's interviewing him on the video taking it on a phone you can see it's up and down like a phone video and she says what do you mean to it like a pass to a toddler or he said no to an NFL player you know um, to one of my teammates and, uh, and then they cut And he has that big huge beard that he grew and is and he looks like a wild crazy mountain man and he's out and he's throwing footballs and you see Juju catch a pass, Juju Smith Schuster, the receiver for the Steelers. You see James Conner, the running back for the Steelers, catch a pass with both hands and do a high step down the sideline, look pretty impressive. Then you see Ryan. Unfortunately, you see um Ryan. Oh geez, I'm blanking his last name. He's so insignificant. He's a he's a little shrimpy white wide receiver who his buddies with Ben and he, he actually tweeted, you know, I can't wait till I come back and look good. And it's like, God, I hope they caught him. I'm sorry. I don't care that he's Ben's friend. He's terrible. But anyway, uh, what's his name? Ryan, Ryan short guy. Anyway, he's a terrible punt returner. He, you know, he just fair catches everything and he never gets in the yardage. He's just been awful. He was a little kid who played in North Carolina. Cowboys had him briefly cut his ass and we picked him up. We can't get rid of him cause he's Ben's friend. It's terrible. Anyway. Um, so then at the end of that video, after he throws those passes in the same video, he's getting a haircut, a haircut and a beard trim. Now, he didn't shave the beard, which is interesting because that you could do on a quarantine or at least with we're in yellow here in Pennsylvania. And in the yellow phase, according to Governor Tom Wolfe, um, barbershops are still closed, beauty salons and nail salons, et cetera, still closed because that's too up close and personal. And they have to figure out a way to do that safely. And they only want to do that safely when they feel like the virus is under control. And so what they want to do is ease us back out into our jobs and certain things in areas. And then if if we can see that the virus doesn't explode, then we can go the next step to the more close contact stuff again. In the meantime, we're supposed to be wearing masks when we're going to be up close and around anybody and we're supposed to be still social distancing, staying at least six feet away from each other, which of course in and of itself then would preclude getting a haircut. But Ben is in a barbershop, shop and it's actually a barbershop shop right out near me in Swickley. But his guy who then came out later and alleged that he's personal friends with Ben didn't take any money for their haircut and just did it as a friend thing. So no violation occurred of the governor's you know, uh, ban on, on, on barbershops being allowed to be open right now. This was the allegation that came out after the video, but here's my problem. It's not so much that he got a haircut or that he got his beard trimmed. I do. I do want to point out though, that he said he's not going to shave and he still didn't shave the beard. Uh, you know, he could have done that on his own. He could have been in a mirror cutting up his beard photographed by his wife. And then shaved, and he could be clean shaven right now. And he wouldn't have needed the controversy of going to a barber shop. Okay? This is important. So people are defending Ben now, and people are getting mad at Governor Wolf because Governor Wolf was asked at his press conference, you know, is he gonna investigate the barbershop? And that because of the video with Ben getting a shave. And Wolf handled it very respectfully, I thought. He just said, you know. Anybody who goes out with, without a mask and puts in that situation and it gets a haircut is, is you know, increasing the risk that uh, that something could happen with the virus. And he wouldn't do it personally, and he doesn't think anyone else should, and so forth. That's all he said. I mean, he didn't say I'm going to investigate that. That was wrong. He violated the the order. He just made a statement that he didn't he didn't appreciate it. Basically, he didn't think it was the right move to go get a haircut and not even to wear a mask. And because he didn't just get a haircut, he got his beard trimmed. So he had no mask on in the chair. Um, So now a lot of people were were upset at Ben, including me, about that whole episode. But I'll tell you my point of view. But people defended him and are bashing on the governor and acting like he's making too much out of things and acting like this is another case of people attacking Ben. And I don't agree with that. Because, again, I'm someone who doesn't attack Ben personally. I don't like him, but I don't attack him. And I like him on the football field. And I'm someone who personally believes he is unfairly attacked on the regular by national media and underappreciated on the whole by everyone, including a lot of people here in Pittsburgh who just are pro-women and hate him because of those allegations that came out, period. And I find that all pretty disgusting, frankly. I think it's retarded that somebody like as good as he's been isn't recognized and regarded as great by people here just because of some bias they have pro women and i think it's it's unfortunate that the national media has held that against him or for whatever reason can't see you know that he's been uh the hall of fame quarterback that he clearly has been and he's like he's getting compared a lot now to the two quarterbacks that were drafted with him eli manning and philip rivers but there's no question he surpasses them. He surpasses Manning in all the statistical character uh, categories, and he surpasses Rivers by winning championships. Rivers couldn't even win a playoff game. I and mean, Rivers has ch- never done anything when it comes, you know, rug-cutting time. So he never even got a team to the Super Bowl. So, uh, I mean, Ben, ben is clearly uh, – Above those two, but he gets lumped in with them like it's questionable. And he always has. He's always been lumped in with Eli Manning and Phillip Rivers. And yet if you look at the numbers and you look at the history of winning, it's just not fair. And they say, well, he had defenses. He had a running game. He had, they never give him credit. They never give him credit for the fact. That, and look, this is, I am someone who's watched a team that didn't have a good quarterback for year after year after year since, since Terry Bradshaw. So I know the difference between a decent quarterback, an awful quarterback, a good quarterback, a very good quarterback, and a great quarterback and Hall of Famer. And that's what Ben is and has been. Now, he hasn't won shit in in many years. And the magic that he had, um, he had it uh, really the last time he had it was 20, what was it, 2015 or 2015? 14, where he had an MVP-type season, really wonderful stats. Now, 2018, he led the league in passing yardage, but he also threw a shitload of interceptions. Uh, But he was pretty good. But the bottom line is he hasn't had a real magical season in about five years, and he hasn't won anything, obviously, in in much longer than that. Um, So maybe it's up for him, but he did enough. Over a period of time that was magical and fantastic, and people didn't appreciate it back then. We won that Seattle Super Bowl, and they said he's just a game manager. Well, they didn't see the prior three playoff games, apparently, where he led them to victory on the road at Cincinnati, at Indianapolis, and at Denver, brought him to that Super Bowl. Then he had a stinker game in the Super Bowl. But he was very good in the three playoff games and was really the reason we won on the road in all three of those games. And not only that, even that year where he only threw for, I don't know, 3,000 yards or something. And, and really, by, by you know, quarterback's numbers, especially in this day and age, he was pedestrian. Uh, but that year, which was, I think, what was that, 2005 or so uh, – he was a great quarterback. He was a great quarterback his rookie year. We were 15 and one. We brought him in, uh, when Tommy Maddox got hurt and, and he led us to a 15 and one record as a rookie. You know, I mean, he had magic to him and he might not have had all the stats and he might not have had all the, you know, great quarterback stuff that Brady ended up developing or the Peyton Manning certainly had or Drew Brees with the laser precision passing, but he was, he, he had magic to him. He had the the know-how of when to run and when to throw and how to make a play out of nothing and how to win when it mattered and how to drive the team down the field for winning points in the fourth quarter. He had that, and uh, he still has it to some degree. Like I said, it's faded a bit. I'd love to see this time off be great for him and for him to return, and it clicks back into place and that Ben Magic comes back for a couple more years. That'd be wonderful. Hey, it happened for John Elway. It even happened for Peyton Manning, so I think it could happen. I think it could absolutely happen, especially with that year off and all this crap flying around him. Having said all that, again, uh, at the end of the day, he doesn't get enough credit for the magic that he had. He, you know, they're looking at him now, and he has a lot of numbers. He's been throwing a lot for a lot of yards, uh, but. He had more magic even when he didn't throw so much. He had more of the how to win, that winner's mentality, that make a play kind of magic that you see in certain quarterbacks. He had it in spades. And so you got to give the guy his due. And he didn't really, he has not gotten his due nationally over the years at all. At all. It's not even close. And then you add into it the bashing he gets even locally because of the women issues. And I just think it's sad that we've had this kind of great quarterback on our team all these years, and he's been so underrated on the whole. He really has been. So having said all of that, to flash forward to, to this, to this uh, barbershop issue. And I'm sorry. I, I, I want the guy to have a superstar year. I'm excited that he's back, but it was a lame-ass move on his part. It was a lame-ass move because he knows, as dumb as he might be, and I have a feeling he's pretty dumb, that he's not allowed to get a haircut right now. And he didn't get it at home. He didn't shave it off. Like I said, cut it off with scissors and shave his face himself or have his wife do it. And he didn't even have this personal friend of his who's a barber and owns the barbershop in Swickley over here. Come to his home and cut it in his home. No, he's sitting in a barbershop chair in the barbershop. That's not supposed to be open. He's flaunting that I'm Ben Roethlisberger. I get to break the law and go to a barbershop during a yellow phase of a pandemic in in the state of Pennsylvania. And he's he's sitting in the chair with no mask on. Now, he's getting his beard trimmed at the time in the short shot, uh, shot they show of it. So he couldn't really have a mask on. To get the beard trimmed, he would have to take it off. So that's fine. But he should have, if they were smart, had some sort of rag or something that he then pulls up to his nose. He could have easily cut in some sort of shot that showed that he was at least trying to comply with safety regulations in the the face of this pandemic. Instead, what you see when you look in the mirror, there's a mirror behind him while he's getting his beard chopped up and... There are a couple younger guys. You see the reflection and you see the guy cutting his face and all three of them have no masks on. Now the guy cutting his beard did have gloves on. I'll give him that. He was wearing what looked like surgical gloves when he's trimming his beard, but none of the dudes, including Ben, that's four guys right there within two feet of each other. And the, and the barbers within no feet of him as he's cutting his beard. Um, And none of them have masks on. And that shot was taken and it happened and they did that and they publish it. And they publish it internationally. They publish it worldwide on the internet. So he's responsible for that decision. And that's a public intentional statement. Just like when Trump doesn't wear masks when he goes, like when he's going to go to the Ford plant Or Pence doesn't wear a mask when he goes to the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota. These are public statements, intentional statements, saying we don't want to give the wrong impression, is what they think, which is we're being weak or we're afraid or that the virus is out there. We want to fool people into thinking the virus is gone. Let's get back to work so the economy gets back going so I win the election in November. It's a very simple equation. Die for me so I win the election. And look, maybe the virus is petering away. Maybe we won't have a big spike. And maybe people won't die. But all the healthcare professionals are now agreeing, contrary to what some sports idiots and other idiots in in the world have said, they're agreeing that masks are safe and masks are better than no mask. And masks are the way to go. And unless and until otherwise reported on the status of this virus, wear a fucking mask. And stay at a distance, social distance and wear a mask as we reopen here. And as we go back out into the world, social distance and wear a mask. For the for the sake of your neighbor, wear a mask. Because you may be asymptomatic and spreading it unknowingly, wear a mask. Until we see the status of the virus after we all go out there more, wear a mask. Until we know if it's going to blow up again, wear a mask. Until we see the numbers a couple weeks after we reopen and we go out in the world and we're intermingling more, wear a mask. And no haircuts. And no haircuts. So what does Ben do? He says, I'm going to do a haircut without a mask. And everyone around me, you can see him in the the mirror, no masks. And I'm going to post that to the world. So, again, this is a guy who's golfed with Trump, who's been pro-Trump, who likely voted for Trump. So, even if all that Trump connection wasn't there, you know, he's responsible for that posting, for that video. It's an intentional intentional statement of fuck masks. Now, the other reason to know that that's true is that people are saying that. The, the, the small minority of people who are idiots out there who, for some reason— think it's in a violation of their civil liberty to wear a mask. Uh, they, they think it's no big deal. There's nothing out there. It's all a media creation. It's all a lie. <laughs> They're saying this. So it's not some sort of crazy leap to think Ben's saying this, especially because of his prior uh, allegiances with, and alliances with Donald Trump, So who's, not, who's still not wearing a mask. So um, it's a political statement. Whether or not Ben meant it as political, he meant it. He's not so stupid not to know that he was posting that he was getting a haircut during a time when he wasn't supposed to be. And he wasn't wearing a mask and no one around him was in mask, And that was clear in the video. And he was posting that. That's a political statement. That's an intentional fuck you science, fuck you doctors, fuck you Democrats, go Trump, go Trump political statement. Let's hide. Oh, fuck you, reality. Fuck you, truth. Fuck you. Uh, And we go on and on and on what the mask could symbolize now. Wearing a mask doesn't symbolize anything other than you're sane and you're just trying to be safe and careful in the face of this pandemic. And you're looking out for your fellow man and you're following the law. That's what wearing a mask symbolizes. But not wearing a mask is absolutely a political statement. That's saying, I'm not going to be manipulated by the fucking Democratic liberal media and the Democrat, Democrat, Democratic of the Democrats. So if you're not wearing a mask, you're turning a world pandemic into a United States political issue because you're a fucking moron. You're an idiot. You're the dumbest thing alive. So. I love Ben. I hope he has a great season, but he's a dumb fucking moron idiot. And the people in the local sports media who are defending him on this issue must be dumb fucking moron idiots too because, look, I've defended the guy over the years for all kinds of ignorant things and shit and allegations because I've looked into it and I make my decision. And at the end of the day, like I said, I can stand up for the guy and enjoy him as a quarterback for my team. And I'm still going to do it even now. But I'm sorry. I got to call him out on this one. It was a bad look it was an intentional political statement it's a dumbass statement it's a dumbass move and i think it, it it it's an indictment of him it's an indictment of him and everyone else in that video the fact that they can't just be respectful of what's going on right now and, and of the nearly 100,000 people that have died or that are going to be dead within another week or so <laughs> we see the numbers you know it's going to go up to 100,000 not quite there yet but in this country of this virus and it's a lack of respect for the contagious nature of the virus the fact that you don't know how your body's going to react to it and also you don't know who you might transfer it to and whether or not they have pre-existing conditions or maybe you're older so you don't know if you're helping to make sure someone loses out on 10 to 20 more years of their life just because you want to make a political statement it doesn't make any sense You're going to deny the existence of a pandemic that's affected the entire world because it's bad for your president to acknowledge that it's there? You want to not wear a mask because wearing a mask somehow you think supports Democrats? And so it's much more important to not support Democrats than it is to save a life or be cautious when it comes to spreading a deadly virus? Well, it's not that deadly. Look, 100,000 deaths is a lot of deaths. And it's only happened in a few short months. So it may not be Ebola, but it's a deadly virus. And when you're not wearing a mask, you're saying, I don't give a shit if I help spread it and kill a couple people. That's what you're saying. Now, if we get to the point where it's out there, we have a vaccine, or even we don't have a vaccine, but we it's not spiking, we don't get a huge resurgence in the fall, and then they just say let's just live again and we take the mass off and we spread it and we see what happens without the mass because we just have to we have to get on with our lives that's fine look i'm not saying we got to wear masks all the way up until we get a vaccine even some people would say that i'm not saying that i'm saying let's see what happens let's go back out with the mass see what happens let's see what the numbers are eventually maybe we take them off eventually Let's see what happens when we take them off. Maybe we put them back on. Maybe we lock down again. You know, who knows? Let's just play it safe. It's called listening to science, listening to medicine, seeing the reality of what's out there. Not saying it's not a deadly virus at all. It's the flu when it's way worse. You know, not saying stupid things, behaving rationally, sanely, not politically with respect to something that shouldn't be politicized. And Ben, unfortunately, made a political statement. I think it was intentional. But even if it wasn't, it was fucking stupid. And, 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 and it was the wrong move. And I think the governor was, actually handled it very gently and was e- went easy on him, frankly. And yet people are going to start bashing him because he dared say anything. You know, and, and, and a lot of people think it's ridiculous that we're not getting haircuts anyway. And it's go Trump, haircuts, haircuts for Trump. And they go out there with their assault weapons. I'm going to get a haircut or I'll shoot up every Democrat. that You know, it's insane. We have to be threatened with violence by people with assault rifles strapped to their bodies because of a haircut. I mean, It's just it's ridiculous. I mean, it just shows how idiotic these this small percentage of people are. And. You know, it's, it's unfortunate and wrong that we've gotten to this point in this country. It's sad and pick any other discouraging word. But we got to move forward. We got to realize that these people are just a minority and hope that even a, support, a percentage of Trump supporters are smart enough to wear their masks so that we get up to around 80 percent of people in this country being smart enough to wear masks, at least for the next couple months here. And that's what we got to hope for and do the best we can. And don't get discouraged. You do the right thing. Don't worry about every, you know, people around you. We all have to band together, those of us doing the right thing, being safe, because it's the right thing. Because until we know more, we've got to be cautious. Better safe than sorry. And Ben should know better because he's been through a lot. And it's surprising that um, he would be so arrogant and ignorant after all he's been through as to want to make some sort of political statement when he really should just being safe, especially because he's, you know, he's got a whole team riding on him and the fans and all this stuff behind him. Just stay safe. Put a mask on. Be cautious. Be respectful of this pandemic. Understand that it's real. Understand that it is deadly. And just be respectful of it. That's all. Is that too much to ask? No, 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 no. So I'm asking it of you and I'll be doing the same myself. I love you. yabba da boo